Been a while, but we're back. Episode 58. Mm. How about that? Hello, I'm Jared Schwartz. Hello, I am Melissa Schwartz. Sorry for the little delay. Uh, I've been recovering from getting my first professional haircut in in eight months. <laughs> so I've been down for the count. It, it was an experience, let me tell you. You actually didn't tell me about your experience. Did you feel uncomfortable? Well, that's I was saving it. I'm so so everybody can hear at the same time. That's the point of listening to the show, right? Oh my god, I actually feel like we're like on Housewives right now, where like I go out, I'm on, I'm like making myself a housewife. Stop rolling your eyes at me. I'm getting, I'm getting to the point. I go out, I have this ridiculous fight with like all of my friends, and then. A week later, they're they're filming us in our house, and it's like I'm telling you about it for the first time. But, like, I really don't know about your haircut, so. <laughs> I mean, so you've been waiting a week to find it out, right? Slash Andy Cohen, if you're listening, I'm interested in being a New York housewife. And I know no one else lives in this city anymore, so maybe this is my chance. All right. Shout out, uh, Bravo Andy. Yes. There you go. Um... So, yeah, it's dramatic, let me tell you. Wearing a mask, having the man or woman, in this case it was a man, lift up the mask, it comes off, he's breathing on you. It's not a great situation. Wait, why did he lift up your mask? Because they have to trim her like... To go on yeah, the sides? Yeah, But he's wearing a mask. He is, but you can still feel him breathing on you. Um, I, mean, I would have been, been fine continuing... Um, I was going to say, I don't know that our marriage would continue to survive with your very dark hair and our white tile bathroom floors, so... Well, I think I did it for for all you barbers at home, pro tip, just put down an old sheet or a towel and then just throw it out. See, I think everyone knew that pro tip prior to the third time you gave yourself a home haircut. Okay, but anyways, the point is that I couldn't do it at home anymore... (laughs) Because we had a flood in our ma- in our mansion, and we used all all our towels, and they were thrown out in the flood. So to make this story to make this story whole, the reason that I needed to go out and get an actual haircut was not because we have was, no more sheets or towels. That's right, because we have no more sheets or towels because of a flood. Oh my god! And therefore, I had to let somebody else work their magic. <laughs> So that's why this is a few days late from our trip to Rhode Island, which we're going to tell you all about here on episode 58 of the itinerary. Jared's birthday trip. It was a birthday trip. Yes. Um, So we went to a little town called Watch Hill, Rhode Island. Um, It is quite small, right on the tip of the border between Rhode Island and Connecticut. Um, so the larger town from Watch Hill is Westerly. Uh, am I boring you already? You're yawning? <laughs> I only got nine hours of sleep. <laughs> nine hours? I got three. <laughs> you're complaining? I'm not complaining. I start the first thing of the show and you're yawning. Okay. Guys, this is not a bit. Like this is, this is real life. Like, I know some of you ask, like, oh, do you really get along like this? Or... No, we don't. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to start again. Hopefully you can hold off with your yawning. 
for a little okay. bit. Um, so Watch Hill, Rhode Island, um, just a sliver of a town right across the Connecticut border. A nice, quick, uh, I wouldn't say quick, but smooth three-hour Amtrak train ride. Choo-choo! So we ditched the plane for the train um, from Penn Station to Westerly. Only had about five stops going, which was nice. Um, three hours right on the dot. And we stayed just a quick two-night trip. Uh, the, the main hotel, if you will, is Ocean House. That's where we spent the majority of our time. Um, and then they have a secondary property right next door called Watch Hill Inn. Correct. Um, same owners, different location. Ocean House is, is, if you ask anybody, do you know Watch Hill, Rhode Island? They say, oh, did you stay at that hotel? And Ocean House was actually built in 1868. Um, so it's been there on that hill for a long, long time. And uh, things have changed quite a bit around it, but it's always known as a old school, luxurious, high-end destination. Um, and so it was nice. They, they picked us up at the train station. They had a, a car service. Um, Do you remember why it's called Wacho? Uh, because it's on a hill. Yeah, so it gave you the ability to watch for enemies approaching. Oh, okay. The only enemy I saw was our neighbor, Taylor Swift. The uh, Swifties, her fan. Why are you calling her, her an enemy? I love Tay-Tay. I know. Um, so she is actually the next door neighbor of uh, Ocean House. You sit outside on the deck, you can see her backyard as well. Um, purchased... I believe her second home, it may be a third home or a fourth, I don't know, but a cool $17 million back in 2013, so a while ago at this point, and all the properties around it have subsequently increased in value a lot. Um, the one next door to her is just sold for seventeen again and is a much smaller um, property and not high up. Like The only way to describe it is Ocean House is on one part of the hill and Taylor Swift's house is on the other part of the hill. There's multiple fences there's rocks it's it's an estate um but back to the hotel anyways um so they picked us up and we spent two nights what was what was your first impression of the area of the of the hotel itself because that was that was your first time there as well y yes i didn't know maybe you could have gone back in 1868 jared i'm not that old okay <laughs> um my first impression of the hotel was that it was absolutely beautiful. I was saying to you, I'm not a big yellow fan and the entire property is yellow, but I feel like it works. Um, and I really liked it. Um, very pricey, very, very pricey. Um, we went in early October, which I would not say is their high season. I mean, the entire town of Wachill was basically shut down for the season. And when you say the entire town, look, I mean, let's get it straight. It's one street. So it's one street. I wouldn't even call it's, it a town. It's what I will call it a town because it's a very it's a very condensed like town area. But when we went to Mystic for the day, which we'll get to, every single storefront said that they had a satellite location in Watch Hill. So it was basically like every place that we would have wanted to that we wanted to go to in Mystic, had we gone during the like high season at Watch Hill, we would have just been steps from where we were staying. 
And so the only reason I mention that is because to stay at Ocean House, it was about a little under $1,000 a night. And that is the off-season. What's, what's in-season pricing? In-season pricing, I believe, was like $1,500 a night. Oh, so not that much of a markup. I, w- I thought you, would, you were going to say like $2,500 a night. I, maybe it was even more than that. It was just when I looked for us to go this summer, it was just not in our cards. No friends and family discount there. No friends and family discount to be had. Um, and so we stayed at Wachelin, which I would kind of say is like a glorified motel. I mean, a motel is from the outside is, is technically anything that does not have an eatery slash restaurant there, which it did not. Um, inside the room was really nice. It was much more spacious than if we would have stayed at Ocean House. It was a one bedroom suite with a king bed. We had a fire, an electric fireplace. Um, it was definitely like comfortable quarters. And it was, what, like a three-minute walk to the main property? Yeah, it was super close. Um, You're still paying $600 a night. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. To stay Um, there. So how it's set up is, really, you have Ocean House and the hill on one side. You go down the hill. You have the main street right there on the bay where the harbor is. And that's where Watch Hill Inn was. So you had a little little view um, of the harbor. It wasn't directly on the water. um, But like Melissa said... From the outside, kind of looked like a motel. And there were two buildings. So Watch Hill Inn has two buildings. The original building more so looks like Ocean House. And that just had like their, uh, what do you call it? Their expansive properties, three and four bedroom suites and uh, stuff like that. Um, but inside, yeah, it was, it was super nice and modern and big couch and fireplace and deck and king size bed, separate bedroom. So it was perfectly fine, and you just have to be okay walking up the hill, um, which we did. It's interesting, they when they pick you up at the train station, they take you to Ocean House. And so if you didn't know anything about the two properties, and you just knew, oh, there's one property up here, and there's one property down here, maybe you're thinking like, oh, it's the same thing, just one lo- overlooks the ocean, one overlooks the bay, but that that's not the case. So when your room is ready, they take you down in a car, um, all the other times you'll walk, but they take you down. There's no lobby. Um, you said there's no restaurant or anything like that. So you just walk to your room. And once you realize what it is, then you're fine with it. Um, but yeah. the majority of our time is spent at Ocean House on the property. Itself. Yeah, I mean, I think that you stay at Wachelin if you want, you want to have access space. to Ocean House and want more bang for your buck. Yeah, Um I mean, they had a lot going on at the hotel. So kind of like to set the scene, you said yellow on the outside. They have a croquet field to one side. They have multiple decks. One of their restaurants, the Veranda, is aptly named uh, outside. They have a private beach where you walk down and they have a restaurant on the beach as well. Um, They have... The Bistro, which is an indoor restaurant, and they have um, a fancier restaurant, but it's in the same space. It's just sectioned off by doors um, where we went to our first night. for Called Coast. Coast for a tasting menu. And yeah, they had a lot of activities going on. We did a wine tasting one day, which um, 
I mean, it was quick, but it was good. You tasted two wines for a half hour. Yeah. They had a cellar of, with a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. They do two classes a day, and all of their classes are complimentary, which I liked. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, they did have private classes that you can pay for. and Not we saw, complimentary. Yeah, we saw one of the chefs prepping, so we thought food was going to come with our wine. And then we were told, oh, this is for a private class tomorrow. Well, they had told me, because we signed up for a wine class, and they were like, don't worry, we're going to serve you food with the wine. Like, making it, like, making me really excited that we're going to get, like, fucked up. There are going to be multiple glasses of wine. There were two, like, quarter pours, so, like, a half a glass of wine. But that's usually good for you. And (laughs) no food. So, (laughs) fine for free. Fine. Fine. Fine wine. What do you think of the... So that was basically the scene, uh, the first night, the dinner at Coast. That was probably our best meal, I would say. Yeah, I thought the dinner was really good, as expected. I had read the reviews. I think that, especially during COVID times, like if you're going to go away, you got to plan in advance and you have to make dinner reservations. And it was crazy to me how many people don't do this. So... We the wine class we took, there was another party with us and they were staying for four nights and they wanted to eat at Coast and they were told that they couldn't get in any of those nights. And I think it's, I think the hotel should be held a little accountable. Like you're charging all this money, you have someone there for four nights, like you make it work where you can fit them in for one night. And also like you are spending all this money like you you should be planning to so you can enjoy while you're there what you want they didn't seem to be too bothered with it they were like oh we'll find something someplace else i mean i'm just saying that they shared with us that they were told that all four nights they wouldn't be able to eat there and i would be a little taken aback so it was okay so we did eat there it was a four course meal Mm -hmm. something like that um yeah good uh steak for like little pieces of steak like the portions weren't huge by any means because it was a tasting menu um but seafood first second course um and then the main deal so yeah it was it was really nice um we had lunch right when we got there on the veranda outside we did a lobster roll taste test if you will i i always prefer the main lobster roll which is cold with mayo it's funny, I always get confused because I think of Maine as whole lobsters. So in my, in my mind, the main lobster roll is the butter. But I guess that's no, Connecticut. That is Connecticut. Okay. So Connecticut is warm with butter. Just doesn't have a lot of flavor to it, I think, when you're having it like as a sandwich. I get if you're having a whole lobster and you want it warm because it's just cooked with some butter. But... Uh, I always go Maine. You wanted to try both. So what did you like better? We were talking about this. So my problem with the Connecticut one is that I don't like a cold bun. And a lot of times with the Connecticut, you get a cold bun. I like... That's not true. You get a warm bun with the Connecticut. I don't think that's always the case. Yeah. It's warm lobster, warm bun. Maine, cold lobster, neutral bun. No. So the Connecticut... I'm getting myself confused now. I like... I like a Maine lobster roll, so mayo-based, with a warm bun. And okay. I, and I feel like that's not very common. Yes, it is. That's how it usually comes. No, it's not. If you have a good lobster roll, would you think, like, you're going to have a Maine lobster roll and a cold bun? Like a hot dog bun? We've had 
that multiple times this summer. I Yeah, but the good ones are warm. Okay, so... You just don't know what a Connecticut style is. Okay, so from our taste test, I feel like I'm over this already. I like the mayo better. Okay. Just give me a hot buttered bun with it and we'll call it a day. Fine. Deal. Okay. So we agree on that. Kind of. Sort of. Um, and then uh, we had dinner at the bistro, I think, at like 5 o'clock one day. Um, that was our second night after the wine class because who wants to go back and get changed for a casual dinner? Anyways, there's no point. Um, fine. Pretty good, I guess. Probably the most disappointing one, I thought, was the brunch that we did on our final day of our two-day trip there. It was a jazz brunch. Um, so what does that mean? Jazz brunch sounds all fancy. Um, so it was indoors. We thought it might have been outdoors. And they did have jazz musicians playing, but it was outside the restaurant. I, I would think if you're having a jazz brunch, you would want music inside the restaurant, Agreed. right? Agreed. Okay. So you walked up. They had a piano player and a saxophonist jamming out a little bit, but you couldn't hear them once you were inside. Um, so that was kind of peculiar. And then I didn't think the food was great. Like our first couple of nights there, the food was really good. And I didn't, they had um, like a tower with some seafood and uh, like oysters, clams, that stuff, and meats and cheeses. Um, so that started us out. And then you got to pick uh, a first course and a second course, something like that. So salads basically for the first course. And then um, if you want eggs or I got um, a steak sandwich, which which pretty, was pretty good. That was the best thing I had at that brunch, I thought. What do you think of the brunch? Okay. So I think a lot of times you don't like take price into account. Of course so, I do. You're going to talk so, value, aren't you? So I'm 100% going to speak value right now. I'm trying to remember, I think the four-course dinner was $125 a person. This was $68 a person, so almost half the price, and you got unlimited sparkling wine, mimosas, bellinis, etc. That's usually, I I think of that as (laughs) they're trying to cover something up. Like, if you get unlimited whatever it may be, like, they're trying to mask something else, I think. You feel that way? I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, and so I feel like from a value perspective, and then you take into account the dinner that we had at the bistro that Saturday night, which I thought came from the same kitchen. I thought there was the best value that came out of the brunch. Okay. But how was the food? That's what I'm saying is I thought the food on Sunday was comparable to our dinner Saturday night. Okay. Fair enough. What else? (laughs) uh so they have a mercedes program um which jared and i have come to realize that we love when the hotels have a auto partnership doesn't have to be mercedes per se that's why i said an auto partnership program um yeah it's good they had six choices that you could take out yeah so they had six choices whereas the other two hotels that we had stayed at had three but this hotel i think was a lot larger than the other two properties so i think that makes sense and yeah, it doesn't need to be a Mercedes, but here's the thing, like if they're going to give you, what was it? $155,000 car to take out for the day to go have some fun with. Sure. I'm game. 
Yeah, so they had six options. Um, we had two, so we had the E-Class and we had the SL. So we took the SL, which is a convertible. They originally told us that it was gonna be the SL63, which is like the highest grade engine, um, which retails for starting price, 155,000. We took out the SL550, which is a cool 115. Um, who knows if you could tell the difference in the engine. Um, but we took it out and we went to Mystic, Connecticut. So uh, we, we could have taken it for the entire day if we wanted. It's just like, how much do you want to drive? You're only there for two days. Like, what do you want to check out? Um, so we decided on Mystic. Uh, actually, our driver who picked us up at the train station was telling us about it. I don't know. Did you have it on your radar bef before that? No. Okay, so it's a much bigger town than Watch Hill. Westerly's a big town, but it's not as fancy, I would say. Uh, Mystic is like your traditional summer town where it has a lot of shops and restaurants. It's on the water. It's nice. It's only a half hour drive. So we scooted in our uh, $115,000 car over there. Nice little top down ride. And then you, <laughs> you do this thing where... Like, we're going there to eat lunch. Like, he recommended a seafood place. I looked it up. I verified it. Okay, it's one of the well most well-known places there. So we're going to go for an 11.30. That's when it opens. They don't take reservations. And, like, we're driving there. We're 10 minutes out. And you're like, I, I want to go to this bakery. And, and I want to stuff my face before we go to lunch like can, 10, 10 minutes 10 I minutes before my face what did you okay. get what did you get i got an almond croissant which seems fair enough simple enough on the surface but why don't you describe to the audience what this almond croissant was like yeah so it was kind of like an eclair with like all of the cream in in the middle and like a I jumbo eclair. And I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> like that cream. So I wound up only having half of the croissant and I scraped off all of the foam, not the foam, the cream. But you took a video of me doing this and there's powdered sugar all over my face. And I'm only doing this for engagement purposes, but you should go to the itinerary and watch... How ridiculous I look. At the itinerary travel on Instagram. Go check it out. The video is posted there. We can repost it as well. That's not a problem. <sighs> but you wanted it. Like you stood in line for a bakery. I dropped you off. I had to find parking somewhere. And you stood in line and you got this massive thing. And then five minutes later we went to lunch. Yeah. And it didn't ruin my appetite. <laughs> Also, Jared likes to always say this to me, which I feel like is like the number one thing you never say to a woman. Have you ever missed a meal, Melissa? <laughs> Melissa, seriously though, have you ever missed a meal? Is that what I sound like? It's amazing that you still have all your teeth. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's a reason that I could ask that, right? Have you, have you ever missed a meal? Don't think so. Exactly. That's why the answer is. That's okay. As long as it's healthy, right? Not, not a jumbo sub-size almond croissant. Well, like, that's what I said to you when you posted it to your Facebook account. I was just like, I eat so much lettuce. Like, where's that video? Is that what you want? 
You want a side-by-side lettuce? I just want you to stop shaming me. Like, you have all these photos of me eating pastries. It's, like, not nice. Maybe we should do, like, a collage of all of them. Jared, you already have a collage on your phone. Like, come on. Uh, um, okay, so after that, we went to S&P Oyster House. Um, I actually thought the oysters at Ocean House on the veranda were better than these. What do you think of the place? Because it was like the must-go-to spot in uh, Mystic, Connecticut. Yeah, well, I hated our waitress, so that kind of took away from the experience. But, I mean, I thought the oysters were fine. I honestly think that you're more of an oyster connoisseur than I am. Like, as long as they don't taste, taste fishy, and I like them the bigger the better, so typically East Coast, I, they're fine for me. I, I've noticed you really have your opinions. Well. Which I like. No, I just... I mean, I agree with you on East Coast as opposed to West Coast. Bigger, plumper, juicier. Um, I like a little brine in it, little little saltiness. I'll take a little fishiness. I don't. You don't like it because yeah. I want to taste something. I don't. I just don't want it to be plain. So, anyways, um, that's oyster talk. And then we headed back, um, and that was like the. The trip with the Mercedes program. Like, it's a, I, I mean, it's a very nice thing to have. Um, jump in, sign the waiver, go about your business. Some places we've stayed, they've had like a two or three hour limit. This place had no limit, just depends on where you want to go. I also think it was the seasonal thing that they're... What do you think of Mystic as a town compared to, say, Watch Hill? I thought Mystic was really cute. I thought that there was more of a town, um... I don't know that they have, like, luxurious hotels. I feel like that's probably, like, the next Newport. Um, so I'm interested to see in coming Is that years. a tease? Oh, it wasn't supposed to be a tease. Yeah, we'll keep, but, that on, keep that on the deal for now. But, you guys, we have some more content coming your way. That's, that's the uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Depends if I want to go get another haircut or not. Might have, might have to wait a month. To recover. Um, yeah, I really... I liked it. What do you think of the train trip, by the way, before like we get out of here? Um, at, different from a plane, what do you think of everything that was going on? Regulations, masks, all that stuff? I mean, here's what I will say. That I thought it was very easy very reasonable from a cost perspective. I think that I previously only thought that we could rent a car and drive to Rhode Island, which just like renting cars in the city is so expensive. I think it's like over $200 a day. So that would have been 600 bucks plus tolls and gas and whatnot. Um, which like you could fly to Europe for less than that. So that just seems insane. Uh, so I think that Amtrak, I think it was like $100 a person. It was just much easier not even i felt like the cleaning precautions i felt it was very good um here's what i will say is that rhode island was on the um like no travel to list for new york and there was like no mention of that on the train that like afterwards you should quarantine for 14 days or anything like that so well, it was on the way back you're talking about. Yeah. So I thought that was a little odd. 
was it on there when we when we went or Correct. did it just come on like yesterday no, it was on there and i didn't say anything my mom had told me and i didn't say anything to you because like i didn't want to deal with your anxiety um but yeah no it was definitely on like a week prior to us going okay well we don't we're not going anywhere anyway so it doesn't it doesn't matter um I just think it was as long as like that they didn't make as long as it's not the other way around like I'm fine with that like we had that when we went to um Chicago like I had to sign a waiver yeah they made us sign they made us sign a waiver they didn't do any of that but I think it's different like a train is different than a plane like you also don't go through security on a train you know it was the first time they ever asked to see my driver's license when we were going I had never had that before for the tickets you mean yeah yeah they did ask that um yeah I thought it was fine. Like, I like the seats on Amtrak. They're, like, first-class... Uh, domestic. Yeah, domestic airline seats. It was clean. We obviously cleaned the seats ourselves. Um, and it was pretty smooth. It's on time. It's, like, a three-hour trip. But, yeah, you can... You know, obviously, you stop everywhere in Connecticut along the way. Um, but then you hit Rhode Island, and you go... Westerly is the first one. Then you go Kingston up to Providence. And then the Amtrak eventually goes to Boston. So, um, it was nice. Um, did you think two days was enough there? Yes. Or two nights? Yes. Okay. And how would you rank it compared to like the other, we're getting into fall now, but kind of like Northeast summer destinations that we've been to this year. So the other thing is, I don't think there is an outdoor pool at this place. I mean, you're right on the beach, but we're definitely pool people. So I think in the summertime, like we would want a pool. Um, I think that I gave like high eights slash low nines for Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard. I would go like an eight one for this. Okay. What, what brought it down the most? I just think it's way too expensive. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that's like a pretty accurate score. I, I will give it an advantage and, and this is just personal preference that I, I like being on the ocean and obviously Ocean House, you are on the ocean. It just has a different feel than when you're in any of these other places, whether, I mean, when you're on the other side of the road and you're looking at the bay, the harbor, or you're in, say, in Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard, where it's very calm water. Here, you're looking at the ocean, you get the waves, it's a different smell, it's a different feel. Um, so I like that aspect of it. Um, obviously, the pool didn't matter at this point in early October, so not a big deal to me. Would we even go back there in the height of summer? No, because of the prices. So th- it doesn't really matter. But like, yeah, I could see that that point. That that's I'm sure they're high season. That's when everything's open, and that would be like a downfall if you were to go. Um, but yeah, very nice. I I would say uh, you gave it an eight one. So I'll go. I'll go eight zero. I'll go flat eight zero. For Ocean House, Watch Hill, Watch Hill, Rhode Island. Um, You got anything else? No. That's it? That's it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Episode 58. Episode 59 coming at you in just a couple of weeks. Giddy up. Oh, wow. Let Let me schedule that in. Just a couple of weeks. What a tease that is. I mean, it's better than, like, a six-week hiatus. Like, I'm talking under a month, guys. This is uh, pandemic podcasting right here. <laughs> you, we don't know where we can go, how we can get there, when we can put out episodes. Um, 
But I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.